Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Refix Kings, here. How we fix things? A liquid in a... Refix! Yo, liquid, stop it! Chris Brown, Nicki Minaj and liquid. A good loving and a twist liquid. Dance and style, we are gonna do it big. Straight from here for the Refix Kings. See, all you need is consistent love. When I die, I swear it's never enough. I'm a star. Maybe this thing here just ain't meant for us. Baby, you let go and I'll pull you back. I let go, you ain't having that. We do it like a rock star. Texting in my whole new room and we so loud. Higher than a smoke cloud. Shades on doing 95 with the top down. I might sound crazy. Cause we be going back and forth one minute. I hate you, but I love you. That's how it is. We get it right. We gon' fuck some more. So we get it. I'ma get it. I'ma get it. So we get it. Can we get it right? We gon' fuck some more. I'ma get it. I'ma get it. So we get it. Can we get it? I'ma get it. Hey, what's going on? This is Greg with the Young Black and Bothered and the Good Bad and Unavailable. Uh, I just got back from Spider Man. Absolutely good movie, but this not what I'm here for. Um, this episode we're gonna talk exclusively about Chris Brown. Okay, so I try to tell motherfuckers weeks ago that when this indigo album came out don't say shit to me just listen to it enjoy it people been throwing shade left and right so this is just gonna be a bonus episode just gonna be me so let me talk my shit because i got points so first and foremost we need to discuss chris brown just as you know just to get out of the way you know out of the way so before i go into details i'm gonna go and give some guidelines because clearly folks cannot depict the art from the man so here we go Actually, let me take a drink because I got to have some. All right, here we go. Here are the rules. Every time someone mentions Rihanna 
or Karuchi. We get it. We understand. But this is not what we're here for. We literally talking about this man music. So more importantly, Chris Brown may or may not be a trash misogynist in real life. Him stalking Karuchi and the situation with Rihanna. Yeah, that happened in real life. I'm not going to sit here and say that Buddy was in the right because he wasn't. He was wrong. He wasn't shit. But because of that, that's fuckboy behavior. But we're going to stick straight to the musician that is Chris Brown. Okay, so let's get straight into the shit. There are only four R&B artists that have ever put out a that have never. I'm sorry. Never put out a bad album. T-Pain, The Dream, Chili's version of Usher. Notice the distinction there. I said Chili's version of Usher. Nobody else. Just Chili's. And then there's Chris Brown. Honorable mention, you can give it to like artists like Glenn Lewis, Andre 3000, if you want to consider that, you know, Love Below and R&B album, because he's undefeated with that. But that's a discussion that I'd rather not get into right now. So let's go straight into the discography. So I pulled up all of Chris Brown's albums, and honestly, he has not missed since the first album. Shit, the mixtapes are fire. But more important, let's just go from top to bottom. So if you go through his like album discography, I think this is his ninth album with Indigo. So the first album, Chris Brown. I'm going to run down the track list. You got hits such as Run It, Yo, Young Love, Give Me That. You know what? I just might as well play some of these. So when you hear them, you're like, all right. What? Like... <laughs> You got yo, then this shit, this take me back to like 2004, 2005, when I had a girlfriend, I was doing some things I had no business doing, but like, come on now, teenage love, what, what do you know about that? So then, you got, this is the first album, mind you, your man ain't me, winner, like, I'm sorry. This is just the first album, mind you. So, Tiff, shout out to you being on the show, you know, listening on Instagram Live while I'm recording. But this man has had hits from this first album. So, you got Ain't No Way, What's My Name, Is This Love, Poppin'. You know, so I tried to figure out what was a actual bad Chris Brown album. So, I don't want to play all the clips because, you know, anything can happen. So, you had Exclusive, which honestly may be the worst album. For him, some people will disagree. You can write us at youngblackpod at gmail. So you have off the hits, you have throw, kiss, kiss, take you down with you, hold up, you. So anybody who ever like heard of you, this is just an absolutely fantastic song. That was you. You got damage. You got wall to wall. I want to be. I'll call you. Like, he's had some hits. So, honestly, I can't even say that this is a bad album. If anything, this would probably be, <clears throat> excuse me, this would probably be in the album number five, number six. So, we're going to run down my top five, you know, when it comes to Chris Brown's albums after I finish. So, you had graffiti. After that, you had fame. Uh, fame had deuces. It had no bullshit, which honestly, I don't really want to classify that as a fame album track because that came out on a mixtape first. And mind you, he made Tiger Hot with that mixtape and 
he dropped no bullshit on it because it's it's a classic you hear that drop and you know for a fact that you either know the lyrics you're gonna sing the lyrics or you can stop and just be like you know what that's a jam that's a bop so you have that and his sample game is insane so you got she ain't you come on now come like talk to these niggas This, man. I'm, I'm just saying i'm just saying. that's just fame then you got year which was for me it felt like a like a song for him that just like transcended chris brown off the third album that's when he started going through that david getter phase where he was like you know what i'm trying i'm trying to figure things out i will say that fame didn't have as many like r&b ballads that i wanted because fame was around the time that was what 2011 so that was around ready so we had to compare like trays ready and all the like r&b ballads he had and then chris was doing more so like he was just filling himself out so you have stuff like wet the bed which is one and then you had should have kissed you uh beautiful people was more so of a thing he had one of my favorite big sean uh songs and paper scissors rock like that was just You had that. So that's the Fame album right there. Obviously, I think you had Big Four too, which was an R&B battle as well. But we're at three albums now. So we've already discussed the Chris Brown self-titled album. You had Exclusive. You had Fame. Then right after that, you had Fortune. I want to say he dropped these like literally like six or seven months like after each other. Fortune wasn't that great to a lot of people because it was more so like, okay, just leftover tracks. And this was 22 songs. So you have like songs like Touch Me, you have Strip, which is honestly one of his bigger hits. So, you know, when this comes on the club, you're going to jam to it. Now, I wish they would have had Wayne on this song. I think this is the one like Chris Brown album that Wayne wasn't featured on it. So that's strip right there. You have what other songs? You have Till I Die, which that was another Big Sean thing. I think they were just trying to have as many collaborations between Chris Brown and Big Sean because at that time Big Sean was like on the up and rise, if you want to call it that. Um, 
honestly, this might be the one album that didn't have as many hits. Maybe it's because he had too many on fame that fortune was more so just like throwaway tracks and stuff like that. He had, uh, don't judge me, which I guess that was supposed to be like a commercial hit and it wasn't. So that was a flop. So if anything, we'll just say fortune was probably his worst album. Um, after you have that, you have X. So X, I don't know what he does with this like expanded or deluxe album thing. So with X, you probably have one of his biggest hits of all time, which is Lloyd. Young Moolah Basin. <laughs> you thought it was over? I wasn't born last night. I know these hoes ain't right. But you was born. Are you trying to tell me this shit is not fire, bro? I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's insane. I, I just don't get it. Then you have, right after Loyal, you got New Flame. This right here was when Usher was like, he was hitting that, like, that big brother type of role that Chris was like, you know what, he's passing the torch now. This song right here, and it came on first, like, it, it was just amazing. Then, you, this one kind of fucked me up, and I know, I, I, I gotta pause it, because I know how some people get about R. Kelly. I will say, Songs on 12 Play is probably one of Chris Brown's better unknown, like, I don't say unknown, but more so one of his songs that people won't show recognition to because of r kelly but he did his fucking thing on this track now i don't want to play it. i'm gonna just skip past it because i know how people get going on from that we're obviously still on the x album we have came to do which was a bop as well Right after that, he has like time for love, lady in the glass. I'm sorry, lady in the glass dress. Then you have don't be gone too long, which I thought was an underrated song as well. You have drunk texting with uh, Janae Aiko, who I guess he like at that point, he was like hanging out with her doing, you know, a lot of tracks with her, which is cool. He did have a really underrated song called do better with Brandy. And he also had um, autumn leaves with Kendrick. So Chris Brown, this album was actually underrated because, again, I want to say this came out in 2014. So he took like that year off and then he came back with 2014 with X. Um, I don't know what type of drugs he was doing at this time, but it was all right. It was cool. Um, the most contra- uh, controversial song on here was the one he did with Aaliyah, because I think at this time he had Drake doing, you know, Aaliyah songs as well. But if you compare the two, Chris Brown's song with Aaliyah absolutely shitted on the track that drake had done after he got the tattoo of Aaliyah on him don't let them tell you any different yeah 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 they don't know about us they don't know about it Talk about it, talk 
about it Gonna try to change your mind about it Gonna tell you things you don't wanna hear But we could So when they talk about it They talk about it Just let them know we already got it Just tell them now we gon' work at it We good Don't worry about it up with drake getting everybody tattooed he got like denzel uh this shit's weird man but hey if those your faves do what the fuck you want to do um the day he gets young black and bothered tatted on him like we're gonna shout him out he's a friend of the show thank you drake thank you ovo anybody who's watching on instagram live like let him know in 10 years it's gonna happen so um you have lost in your love which is Honestly, my wife's probably favorite song of Chris Brown's because it's actually really nice. It's a sweet song. It just vibes. So. Yeah. Sweet like honeydew. I love it when you come around. It's just me and you, gal. And you, her fragrance turns me on. Her skin's so soft, oh. I just want to So, outside of that, obviously, I told you, uh, Don't Think They Know is the Aaliyah track, which I won't play because, like, for me, like, you get the point. Um, Fine China, though, was track 21. I think the X album was when he decided he wanted to just do albums that were literally longer than the Roots collection. So, Fine China ended up being one of the biggest hits off this album, other than, obviously, the front with loyal and new flame and songs on 12 play i don't know why they didn't put more emphasis on fine china but it was an absolutely good song so you have that um moving right on so you have fan of the fan uh, i'm sorry fan of a fan the album with chris brown and tiger i didn't need this album listening back to it it has replay value but honestly there's a lot of like fluff with this uh me i personally like it because it has a lot of ty dollar sign um it has all the right people it even had fat trail on it like shout out to fat trail i wasn't even expecting to see him on it and it was one of the better like the better songs on this album he had j305 on it he had ti he had wale on this i think this was that period where either he was actually hanging out in dc instead of being in california and the shit came out to be fire which is absolutely fine so saying that to say that this is exactly why i'm doing this show by myself because i'm biased as fuck i feel as though all of chris brown's discography is absolute fire it's flames and the co-hosts that I have on the show, they're like, Greg, man, you be caping for Chris Brown. I'm like, bro, like, name a bad album. Name a bad song. Like, Chris Brown literally just has hits. Saying this to say this, we're going to move right on to problematic Chris. This is when I stopped fucking with Chris because I didn't even know what the hell was going on. Apparently, you know, the whole Rihanna thing, he had, like, ended up linking back up with her. And then he had None of Your Business, whatever the song was called. And then he's, like, fucking with Karuchi. And Karuchi is bad. I don't know. This nigga's still stuck on her. It's 2019. They stopped dating, what, two years ago? She with Victor Cruz. She doing her own thing. She on claws and shit like that. This man's still stuck on Karuchi. I need to know. 
what does she put on him? Did she put something in the spaghetti? Did she like she did something, something vicious? I need to know if anybody can let me know I'm with it. So saying that to say this, you got the royalty album. So he named this album after the the break baby like Dwayne Wade had one. I'm sure Carmelo had one or two. But this royalty album, it was just fired from top to bottom. Um, This is actually one of his shorter albums with 18 songs. You would never actually think that a short album for an artist was 18 songs. Shit, shit's fucking ridiculous. Like Drake will give you like 18 songs, but then seven of them you can actually replay six months from now. Chris Brown shit, honestly, this came out in 2015. It start with fuck you back to sleep. And mind you, on the album cover, <laughs> this shit is so funny. The fucking album cover is him and his kid and she sleep. And the name of the first song on the album is back to sleep. Wildest shit you could ever think of. Only Coke Chris will do this shit. You know what? That's going to be his nickname. Coke Chris. So you got back to sleep. You know what? Just air horn. Fire, bro. Like, I don't get this shit. It's amazing. What it do, baby? how many dudes are talking to their lady at 2 a.m. sending a text message talking about I'm gonna fuck you back to sleep that means you gotta wake him up and then fuck him and they going right back to sleep they got memes for this just let, listen to this man talk So you have Back to Sleep. Also on this album that I personally like is the song Zero. I don't know why I like this song. Maybe it's because the music video was so fire, but Zero is a really good song. He had a song with this uh, artist. I think what he does, he puts artists on and then you never hear from them again. And for a while, for at least two Chris Brown albums, I thought that there was like a female ad lib in his songs. And there would be, I'm like, yo, like, who is that woman that's singing? It's not even a woman. It's actually Chris Brown, like, harmonizing his, like, over his own lyrics. I was like, yo, that's Chris Brown? I thought it was Jan- uh, Janae Aiko for a while. I thought it was Scissor. Um, I even thought it was his Taylor Parks person. It was Chris Brown. I was like, yo, he sounds like a woman. He sounds like he's another person singing, but it's Chris. So, also on this album, you had Make Love. You had a song called Wrist, which I like because... It has Solo Lucci on it, and I'm a Solo Lucci fan. Shout out to show, uh, Solo Lucci. But liquor, okay? I'm off liquor right now. I just I told you I went to go see Spider-Man. Sorry if I'm incoherent. It's the 4th of July weekend. I'm trying to enjoy myself. I'm just getting myself ready and geared up, right? So liquor will come on, and you know for a fact, regardless of where you are, Netflix and chill, a bar at, at your lady house, your old lady house, your side chick house, this shit come on. You better have some liquor in your hand because when he drops that, there's something in this liquor. Yes, uh huh. Yes, it is. The air is getting thicker. I can't help but we getting air horns in here tonight. 
If anybody has fucked to this song, let me know at youngblackpod at gmail.com. Because it's going to get wet. Put your rain boots and your thongs on. Mind you, that's liquor. I told you, 18 songs. He also has a fucking ballad that is a cover of a Keith Sweat song. Anybody who knows what nobody is, I don't know if y'all are actually familiar with Keith Sweat. A lot of y'all weren't born then. Y'all 90s babies or 2000s babies or something like that. Keith Sweat is honestly one of those guys that like my mom had posters of when I was a child. It was like, R. Kelly, Keith Sweat, Tay Diggs, um, Morris Chestnut, any nigga who like was not in a Tyler Perry film, but he was in all the black films of like between 96 and 2002. My mom had a post of him. I'm sorry. It's just how it was. I was completely fine with it. However, this man, Keith Sweat, he was the reason why men begged. So anybody who's listening, if you've never begged for your lady, if you cheated, you've done some things like that. I know black men don't cheat. However, Light-skinned niggas do. So, we're just going to leave it like that. So, Keith Sweat put out a song with Athena Cage called Nobody. I want to play the similarities in the song so you can actually understand. So, here's Keith Sweat's version. That, that's all you need like i was getting i was literally going to sleep off that however chris brown made a version called who's gonna nobody and honestly it's similar it's similar obviously it's just way too long but moving right on he has a song called little bit which i honestly thought was about then you have um a song that was dedicated to his daughter called little more royalty i think she was actually vocal like she had like had some type of vocals on the song so shout out to him for actually putting his daughter on at this point he was in like a difficult spot, man. Like he had gotten like the side chick pregnant and she was like trying to take him to court with all these like astronomical numbers. Every time she would like see him out or he would come out with a song, she'd be like, you know what? I need 50,000 more a month. And he's like, what? you don't do nothing. She don't work, nothing like that. And this is not a knock on her. I'm sure she's a good mom. She was just an ain't shit person at that time. She might have grown up. She like Chris Brown to me. I feel as though he's grown up as a man. More importantly, as a father, he might do all the coke in the world. He might be a terrible boyfriend to the women that he's with. But as a man looking at another man, like musically, like, hey, I- I'm I'm with you. I feel the certain, you know, I feel the same way. And honestly, there's so many similarities with another artist of mine that I like am a fan of Drake. I see that now, like y'all chase the same women, y'all do the same things. The only difference is Chris Brown copes with drugs. Drake copes with going to Raptors games. Okay, fine. No problem. So also on this album, because I want to keep talking about this one. He did two songs to end the album out of 18. One was called Blow It in the Wind, which I thought was like, 
you know, you can get high to it and whatever. But he did a song for Karuchi. Now, this is some crazy shit here. I said I was not going to talk about Rihanna or Karuchi. This fucking song was weird as shit. It was it was weird in a good way because he talks about her and you're like, wait, is he literally putting their like relationship on a three minute song? I'm trying to think like, is he going to talk about stalking her? Is he going to talk about why they broke up? Because he cheated and all this other stuff. But he realized he fucked up. Every time, every time you tell me you're going to change, you never ride. It's probably best we go our separate ways. If you look in my eyes, you got to know it's true. Told me a million lies, but I still tried to make do. Baby, I gave you time and not waste more. Baby, you got what you want and now I'm paying for it. Huh? You're supposed to love with a love that's official. So you, you, you get the point. Like, he was literally having a dear Karuchi letter and it was actually a good song I don't want to bore you with all the love songs or you know I'm trying to give you the bops here while I'm like basically campaigning for the fact that Chris Brown got the better discography out of all the niggas that y'all fuck with um Bobby Brown included I know everybody loves Bobby and when people say oh well Bobby's the king of R&B and they throw out Tenderoni I'm like thanks You, you got Tenderoni but this motherfucker Chris Brown just got shit you can pull up an album and everybody from your mother to your aunts they know a chris brown song y'all talk so much shit about that man but i'm i'm just letting you know that this man chris he got some jams he got some bops we're we gonna have to differentiate the man from the art so as a man like i said again and i'll say it one more time he might be an ain't shit person ain't shit man but that nigga's giving hits okay Oh boy, that that's really problematic. Oh, throw Greg in the ocean because that hits, nigga. So, um, basically, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. That was his next album, right? So, you start with Lost and Found, and then he had a song called Privacy, which honestly, if you haven't heard, absolute fire. Like it was just, it, it starts off good. You know what is going on. You know, he he starts it real sexual, like he does with most of his hits. Like, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. Your body in ways that you don't understand, but I'm losing my patience. Cause we've been going over and over again. Girl, I just wanna take you home and get right into it. No, I gotta kiss it, baby. Give it to me, lick it, lick it inside now. You know that I just wanna make love. Want you to scream and shout. Do you hear this nigga? Like, this is what we all feel, bro. What what guy do you know has said it, fellas? Let me know, youngblackpod at gmail.com. Have you ever said in your head, like, why your pussy so damn good? Like, I've said it. I know I've said it. I know my co-host, the men on the show have said it. I'm sure the female co-hosts have said it to the guy. Why is your dick so damn good? Like, Chris Brown, nigga, you are talking to us. Anybody who was born before, like, 1993, I'll, I'll give them that. I'll give them 1993. Anybody who was born before 1993 and we didn't have, like, 
the earth, wind, and fires. We didn't have the earlier prints and stuff like that. We didn't have, like, Michael Jackson. Actually, no, we did have Mike, uh, Mike for, uh, like, keep it in the closet when he was dancing in the black and white video with the white wife beater. We got that. We know that. However, the nasty era that we lived in at that time, like, yeah, we, we've had dreams and T, T Pain literally wanted us to fuck strippers and fall in love with them. I'm sorry. So Chris Brown out of that era, like, <sighs> Come on, come on. So, saying that to say this, this is where he fucked up. Heartbreak on a full moon. You see, he started with privacy and then juicy booty. Um, God. Um, it, it's featuring Chris Brown, Janae Aiko, and just this nigga named R. Kelly, right? So, so R. Kelly, he comes on the song and it's a bop. I, I will not fake on you. It was actually, it was an absolute bop. The issue though is the song's name is fucking Juicy Booty. Everybody knows R. Kelly to be a booty bandit. We know that he likes to do shit with women who are underage and he is trash. Like absolutely trash. Saying that to say this though, he got a song with Celine Dion that I still fuck with. He's written a lot, the Life album. I can not, not listen to that album. That's, Almost as if we found out that Babyface was the same as R. Kelly. He was doing the stupid shit that R. Kelly's doing. You trying to tell me you ain't gonna never listen to Waiting to Exhale's soundtrack? You ain't gonna never listen to the Boomerang soundtrack? You don't fuck with Tony Braxton at all. You know what? Nah, we'll move on. So, we also have questions. We got Heartbreak on a Full Moon. We got Rock Your Body, Tempo. Um, he had a song called Sit, which I thought was pretty nice too. Um, he did the song Party, which is a ballad or whatever. But one song that really stood out on this album, and I think at this point, Chris Brown, he had what? Heartbreak on a Full Moon had 45 songs. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm sorry. Any Christians that are listening and you hear me say Jesus fucking Christ or something like that, I'm just saying it because like, there's nothing better to say. Period. Um, so he has a song on this album that honestly may have been one of the better chris brown songs as an adult so it's called hope you do um and ironically it came after this song called to my bed which is just as nasty but hope you do is a completely different beast man yeah Now mind you, this song is four now minutes long, but it bops. hope you do just a snip of that but mind you 45 songs 
we at song 14. So after you have that, you have one of his biggest songs recently. Party with Usher and Gucci. Um, after you had it, he has a song with Kodak, even though like Kodak problematic and everything with, uh, pills and automobiles, which honestly is a jam to me personally. It's a jam. Um, he has a lot of fluff in this album where it's like, okay, either you like it or you don't. Like, I don't like honestly like track 23 to 30. That's sad that I can say that number and it's, it, it's really sad. Um, he has a song with High End where Future was actually sober. Wildest fucking thing I've ever heard. And it's called, uh, High End. I'm not gonna play it, but that's what it was. Um, he also has a song that honestly, if you can't fuck to the song, you just honestly can't fuck. And that's just how it is. And it's called Ready Whip. Like, it, it's the absolute perfect, like, song for anybody who is like under the age of 35 and you need something to get you there baby you gotta be tripping put that booty away you know i'll be sipping got a bottle on the way i stay on my pimping diamonds jumping out the face tell them get up out the way nigga you can catch a feed Trying to see mommy, young mommy, yeah She with that tsunami, can't lie to me, yeah She ride like you got it, you got it, yeah Grab it all under And I don't really care I be sipping on the law Cause you got the kind of body Make a poppy once a month Alright, dim the lights Let me hit you with that spice I ain't playing with you, want you to know so that was ready whip which was track 41 on this fucking album absolutely fucking insane 41 but then he ends with a hit that honestly it could have done better than it did commercially uh grass ain't green i'm not going to play it because it's actually one of like my favorite like chris brown songs because it is just really that fire but 45 songs he ends with grass ain't greener and honestly chris brown just performs he went on a whole tour a whole tour and he did like maybe like five or six songs that were like popular like he did loyal and like excuse me missing everything but he focused on the heartbreak on a full moon album he focused on this album you trying to tell me a 45 song album he can literally make a tour from that come on man like yeah i gotta give my man his props so after you come out with heartbreak on a full moon and i think he came out with this in like october december comes out and he's like you know what it's christmas yeah i gave you 45 songs but you know what i'm gonna give you more (laughs) this motherfucker gave us 12 more songs and called it heartbreak on a full moon deluxe edition 12 days of christmas Unfucking believe- 12 Christmas songs and none of them have anything to do with Christmas by the way absolutely none of them so he starts with don't slow me down right so this is one of those like your grandmother probably listened to the song and you can't remember exactly where that song comes from but it's fire so he starts with don't slow me down which I think is a really good song um then he has a song called water which basically he starts talking about like 
listen to him. The pussy get wet like water. You know what? That's one of my new AKAs from now on. Like, I'm looking for the pussy that get wet like water. Because, I mean, what else is going to get wet like glue? Like, I, I don't want that consistency and shit, right? But, you know, I, hey, hey, okay. So, moving right along. So, you had Heartbreak on the Full Moon, the deluxe album. Now, we did not even go and touch on the Boy in Detention mixtape, which is absolutely fire. The In My Zone albums, I'm sorry, the mixtapes, one and two, which... Honestly, DJ Drama produced these and they were absolutely like great songs, great albums. 41, all, you know, between one and two, it was 41 total tracks. Then we get to Indigo because, you know, I've already talked for 35 minutes about Chris Brown. I know somebody could be like, this motherfucker Greg talked about Chris Brown for 35 minutes and was just going through the discography. I'm just letting y'all know before y'all, you know, y'all can talk all the shit you want about Chris Brown as a man, all the stupid shit he's done with Karuchi. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to listen to this music. Now, I ain't going to do the same shit with R. Kelly. You're never going to catch me say, you know what? I'm going to go through a podcast where we discuss R. Kelly shit. We already know what he did previously. The issue, though, is what he's done, he was doing then. So, no, absolutely not. This Indigo album, my guy, let me explain to you how great of a fucking album this is. It's so good that people who actually hated Chris Brown could tell you that Chris Brown ain't shit. This ca- this album came out last Friday. It's been real quiet. It's been real quiet in the streets. Niggas got to get... They, they must be f- swimming in the lake because... Y'all trash. Y'all niggas is trash. I'm telling you. Indigo is fire. Two hours of music, bro. It came out last week. Thir- how many tracks is this? 32 tracks. This man had everybody from Joyner Lucas, who a nigga he was... I want to say he was beefing with to Nicki Minaj, who honestly, when's the last time Nicki put out a good album? I'm sorry, Bob, uh, Barb, I can get mad at me. You can say what you want. I'm just saying Nicki's not putting out no heat right now. Um, he did a song. You know what? Let me just play him. Cause you start the album with Indigo and my wife, shout out to my wife. I love you. I love you. But this man starts Indigo and he kept saying something about like, baby, open my third eye. When she asked me, she was like, Greg, what is he talking about when it comes to the third eye? I lied and was like, I think he's talking about his dick. Like, the third eye is there, right? Like, what the fuck else can he be talking about, right? So, this is Indigo. Should I hit it down? Uh, pull up by the strip. Uh, fuck up a check. Uh, show him how I live, yeah. Blink on my neck, I got him on deck, but they don't know you already have the grip. Cause you nasty, babe. You do everything I like, but you classy, babe. And you swear just my type. Oh, you nasty, babe. You do everything I like, yeah, you nasty, babe. You nasty, baby. Frequency, freaky, and we in the bed. Yoga, pick a lot body shot, yeah. I can spot your curves with no infrared. Level to me, baby. So, that was Indigo. Everything sounded good with track one. Then track two, we did Back to Love. We've heard that. And then you had Come Together with Her. And I was like, you know what? I love her. Even though the dude, him, I don't know what, I don't know what her put on you, my guy, where you have to go and basically repeat all the shit that she said in her songs and flip them to make yourself sound better. 
I'm sorry. You can sing too. I'm just sick of your shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sick of it. Like, just go somewhere. Like, let her be her. Cause she is an absolutely phenomenal woman. She's doing great. Her albums, her songs, bang. Stop copying her. You, that, it's some stalker shit. Stop. It, it, it's weird, my nigga. Like, go take a swim. I just, trash, my nigga. So, move right along. If you're black and you're listening to this show, if you've heard Temporary Lover from Chris Brown, you were trying to figure out exactly where that sample came from. I'm going to play this fucking song because you're going to hear me like, wait, what, where in the fuck? Like, that song is so fantastic, bro. Like, where is it? So, Matt, listen, let, let, you know what? I can't disrespect Miss Alicia Myers because Chris Brown is literally putting us in a spot where it's like, you got to listen to it because where'd that song come from? He's literally giving y'all a heat. 36 tracks, 32 tracks, whatever you want to call it. Fire, bro. Like. Shout out to Alicia Myers, Air horns. Let me just say this. So as I'm on Instagram live while I'm recording this, my cousin Sean is on here. He's a DJ himself. I'm sorry. When that fucking Alicia Meyer song comes on at like family barbecues, cookout, ah, shit, I just said barbecues. Well, only white people do barbecues. Got to take that back. So when it comes to cookouts and shit like that, when this Alicia Meyer song, I want to thank you comes on, like, you know what time it is. All right. You absolutely know what fucking time it is. Like, honestly, if I go and play an Alicia Meyer song, you know what's coming after that. If you hear this. You know, your auntie, your uncle, your aunts, or like any anybody, that cousin that you can't fucking stand. When that song come on, it's a lick. But then, right after that, you know what they playing at y'all cookout. You know what they playing, right? Do you know? Listen to me. Bruh, How, you can line dance to this shit. This is not even a line dance to this. This is a line dance for the wobble. But when Cheryl Lynn's encore comes on, it, it's a fucking problem, bro. Mind you, how did Chris Brown have the like wherewithal to be like, you know what? I'm going to sample Alicia Myers for my shit. I can't wait till he samples this. Can't can't wait. It, it's gonna be fire. Like. Think about all the songs you hear at a cookout. You hear this. And then, you know, if you hear that, you're going to hear Shalimar, you know, second time around. But then you're going to hear this. Shout out to Tina Marie. Bro, like, 
somebody's uncle is in the car right now listening to 102.3, the Tom Joyner Morning Show. This morning, because the show is coming out first thing in the morning, and you hear this, you're like, yeah, I need that. Mm-hmm. playing the whispers for anybody who was born between the years of 1998 and 2019 who honestly just don't know no better i'm telling you there's so much music that honestly me as a 32 year old man i did not appreciate until i turned 26 i will say this to you i'm sorry i hit my mic but there are so many like good jams that you can hear in the samples of your music ironically when we're talking about chris brown right now he's had a lot of samples of songs that you're like yo there's no fucking way chris brown managed to talk sexual on songs like that like there's no fucking way why why is one and he's literally come up with shit i'm like there's no fucking way he has done it so since this is the chris brown episode that i'm doing i'm just going to keep going so Obviously, I ended up playing uh, Temporary Lover by Chris Brown and Lil Jon. Then you take it back to, like, the No Limit and, you know, Triple Six Days. You know, God, like, I don't know if any of y'all actually recognize the fact that there's not many songs that you're going to hear Juvenile and Juicy J on. This motherfucker had a song called Emerald Burgundy with them two on it. Weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. However... He pulled it off. He he pulled it off. This one diamond in the rough. Big plans, I can't fuck it up. Mind track, rocker running up. Passes I'm running from. I'm too proud to admit it right. So that was that. But I, I want to get to this song right here because it, it fucks with me so much to know that. We used to do this. Anybody who has listened to the show again, shout out to you. I want y'all to write into youngblackpod at gmail.com and just let us know if you are above the age of 24, 25 years old. When you sat at your lunchroom table on a Monday through Friday between, you know, the first, second, third lunch periods, because the fourth lunch period, everybody know that shit was trash. Nobody went to that because everybody was actually in either art or they were in, um, like computer, uh, graphics and stuff like that. I'm just letting you know, this fucking song literally made high school for us. Anybody who was an aspiring rapper, anybody who would literally go home and write lyrics because eight mile came out at that same time and shit like that. When this song fucking comes on, if you don't know this song, you're too young. I'm sorry. 
you're too fucking young and you should not be listening to my show you should not be listening to young black and bother i'm lying you should but bruh come on I, I i just i just don't get how like what Obviously, I told you I can't play the entire song. I'm just letting you know. Any grown man that is listening to this show, anybody that's on Instagram Live that is watching, anybody that honestly is in earshot of this show, when you hear that sample, you know what it is. You have seen many black mechanical pencils, pens, marker. I don't give a fuck what was near you. If you had a backpack in high school and you had a pen in it, and you had a table in front of you, you were imitating that beat. Period. And the fact that, you know, Chris Brown is from Virginia as well, to see him pay homage to not just Pharrell, to the clips, to push, to mal I'm sorry, to no malice, like there's no fucking way that you was expecting to, you know, hear a Chris Brown song with a clips beat. Like, if you play, like, oh my god, this is, yo, yo, I go by the name, I'm of Pharrell, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher, the world is about to feel something that they never felt before, come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it whip on whip and soft to hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack. You know what? Next. So, mind you, we're still on this Chris Brown album we ain't got halfway through. This is Indigo, the most recent album. So, outside of that, there are a lot of songs that I like, but I want, honestly, I, I need people to understand that Chris Brown is more than the man that gets portrayed in this news and all this media and all this other stupid shit. Go listen to the catalog. I'm not saying to do the same thing with R. Kelly because he's a piece of shit, and I'm going to keep saying that on the show so y'all know. However, Chris Brown made a bad decision. He was a really shitty man. However, if you are willing to go and listen to this discography, more importantly, just go listen to Indigo. Indigo is absolutely 32 
complete songs that will it, it just takes you play it's it's different for me as someone who honestly i was not a chris brown fan for a while it took me a while to grow honestly i'm still actually kind of upset that it was him that got with rihanna i always thought that it, like drake was gonna end up with rihanna this nigga chris was just around like, I remember when women were, like, lurking on Twitter back in 2011, 2012, when this motherfucker wore a, like, a lime green, like, suit, like a Halloween costume, and women were like, oh, we don't care what he wore, just look at the dick print. I'm like, yo, okay, so I guess I'm going to sign out of Twitter today because y'all wildin'. However, what I will say is this, Chris Brown has come a long way. We're not getting another Michael Jackson. Ever. I'm not even going to put him on the same plateau as Michael Jackson. What I'm saying to you is if something were to happen to Chris Brown today or tomorrow, I don't want you motherfuckers to go and tell me that Chris Brown, all of a sudden, he's the he's the Mecca. Y'all did that same shit with people like Luther Vandross. Like y'all were talking shit about him. Y'all you said Luther Vandross was gay. I'm sorry. Like he was, you know, in the LGBTQ community. Like y'all had all that shit to talk about Luther. But. The moment he died, y'all were at Walmart buying them fucking albums. Y'all were acting as if like he was holier than thou. And that was fine. That was completely fine. However, y'all gave Chris Brown y'all ass to kiss for a long time. All I want Chris Brown to do is just keep making this music. I don't want to see his antics. I don't want to see none of that stupid shit. Saying that to say this, I have to get into exactly what we're here for. We talked about the discography. We've talked. Well, actually, I don't even want to talk about the features. We can do that on another episode. I got a couple other things. So, the Michael Jackson comparison. So, I said I wouldn't talk about Rihanna Carucci, so I'll say this. When Jay-Z basically had Chris Brown banned from BET, you heard it from me. He had him banned from BET. There was that year that he could not go to any award show. He couldn't go to MTV. He could he couldn't go to BET, um MTV any of those like the grammys he was not there if rihanna was there chris brown could not go and that's just what it was so when it came to it even though you know he wasn't advocating for award shows talking about jay-z at this point i get it he did it for rihanna he was like you know what i don't want chris brown and rihanna in the same space the same room cool however a lot of y'all wish to this day and it's how it's been what 10 years since uh michael jackson passed away because that was what june 25th so it's been 10 years since he passed away when bt had to honor michael jackson and they did that bullshit ass tribute that they did at the bt awards everybody everybody any mother said and i can quote them i can pull up those tweets don't delete them now i can pull up those tweets saying that i wish chris brown was a part of this everybody knows his love for michael jackson every single person that you know knows that chris brown if he couldn't imitate him he would try to outdo him and that's just how chris brown was so when it came to that a lot of people wish that chris brown was a part of this mj tribute so then when he came on the next year because at that point i guess the things had died down and everything and people were more so of the fact that you know what like let, let's see if Chris Brown has grown. Let's see if he can, you know, he can outdo that trash ass episode of a tribute that they had done the year before. And he did. 
He came the next year and set that shit off. I mean it. Honestly, if you go and look on YouTube at the Chris Brown, Michael Jackson tribute that he had done, where he ended up crying in the middle of the performance because he was like, yo, like, you don't understand how much this meant to me. Like, a lot of people, like, when they have one of their faves die, just like you, like, if you have one of your faves, if something happened to Beyonce today or tomorrow, if something happened to Nicki Minaj today or tomorrow, if something happened to Cardi B today or tomorrow, a lot of y'all would be hurt. So imagine a nigga who literally his career is built off of Michael Jackson and y'all barred him from that. Right. So saying this to say this, when he came the following year and he had set it off to me, just me watching this, it almost if you look at this YouTube clip, it felt to me as if like the spirit of Mike had like transitioned into that man. Because honestly, after that, Chris Brown's literally just been giving us shit. It's like, wait, like. Chris Brown, yeah, he was giving us like 18, 19 track songs and stuff like that. No interludes, mind you, but he doubled it. This motherfucker's giving us 45 songs, an album. It, it, it's weird. I'm, I'm sitting like, even if he sounds like he sounds like he talks about the same topics and the same like content and stuff like that, who the fuck don't? Trey Song's been talking about fucking bitches and rapping and singing. I'm sorry I said the word bitches, but you know what I mean? Like, this is, this is Trey. Trey is, he can't sing. He can't perform live. But what I will tell you is when Trey come on, you know what you're going to get. With Chris, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a fucking performance. If you bought a ticket to a, a Chris Brown concert, you know for a fact you have paid your money. That mother, he is up there to me with the performers of like the Beyonce elite. You know for a fact if Chris Brown had not done the stupid shit that he had done back in 2010, 2011. Him and Beyonce will be competing when it comes to ticket sales, ticket prices. It's just a fact. It is just a fact. His discography that we have just talked about for the last hour speaks for itself. Saying it to say this. These 32 song albums. I don't care what anybody has to say about that. Gucci Man is still somehow put out more songs. I, I don't know why, but this nigga has done it. I, I just don't get it. Somebody has told me, like, via email, they were like, Greg, like, you realize Gucci has, like, surpassed currency. And for some reason, I feel like currency comes out with an album, like, every three Thursdays. I'm like, yo, like, Thursday night at midnight, I know, well, I'm sorry, at, uh, Friday morning, rather, currency comes out with a new album. And it's like eight, nine tracks i'm like okay that's cool meanwhile we got artists that are my faves like big crit he teases the fact that he's coming out with a new album and then he comes out with fucking four songs and three of them are trash and you're like no what like i'm sorry big crit if you're hearing the show you are a friend of the show i will say that but as an honest fan as somebody who cares about you and your art stop giving us bullshit stop giving us four songs that we got to feed on for three months that honestly, I'm not going to play after that Friday that they come out. Because to me, when you disrespect us and say, you know what? I'm just going to go and put out four fucking songs. I don't want to hear that shit. I honestly don't want to hear that you come out with four songs, but that's another story for another day. So, um, Going to the next topic. Someone argued with me that Indigo is a bunch of 90s covers and songs that he remixed. Now, 
you know, it's so weird because you know who else does that exact same shit? Hitmaker. Hitmaker is one of those dudes who you know for a fact that he, okay, let me, let me step back. So Hitmaker is Youngberg, right? Since we're going to talk, we're going to sit here and talk. And it's just me, mind you, talking to y'all. So there's no one here in the room that I can actually like bounce my ideas off of. Youngberg and Hitmaker are the same person. If you listen to any Hitmaker song, you know for a fact that you've heard that song before. And if you haven't heard that song before, it was from 20 years ago. Guarantee it. Hitmaker has built his career off the fact that he wasn't a good enough rapper, good enough artist. So now he's a better producer. The issue is, how many songs can you put Ty Dolla Sign on? How many Jeremiah songs can you have? I'm sorry. It's just the truth, man. He reinvented himself as a hi-hat 90s cover band producer. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. And it's not to be disrespectful. I'm just letting you know what I see as a listener, as a fan of music. Y'all can't tell me what Chris do and then say, oh, well, Hitmaker's making tracks. Like, I'm waiting for him to go and still, like, we belong together and turn it into, like, an R&B track featuring Ty Dolla Sign. It's going to happen. I'm just letting you know it's going to happen. Leading off with that, more importantly, Indigo is an absolutely fire album. So... Before I leave here, I have a couple other things. So, um, this is going to hurt. A lot of people want to be upset at me when they hear this on the air or on, you know, on any app that you're listening to. I don't want anyone that listens to this show tell me that 808s and Heartbreaks is a trash album. Your mom is trash. Between 808s and Heartbreaks and Lil Wayne's Rebirth, they are genre breakers, bro. Genre breakers. You, you're never going to get those type of albums again. Period. They, they have grown with the people who could hear them and the people who didn't like them way back when, when they, you know, whenever they came out, you can listen to those now and be like, you know what? I respect where they were going. You wouldn't have gotten a car to five, the growth of Lil Wayne without an album like Rebirth. You wouldn't. How can I put it? You wouldn't have gotten a Kanye like pre Kim without 808s and Heartbreaks. I'm sorry. And that was when I, I it's weird that all of Kanye's albums, all the good ones, all the ones that you're like, you know what? That's a classic. Some, there was something that was going on in his life. All the good Kanye albums happened after he left a good woman for a woman that was not as good as the last woman when he left alexis for amber rose we were like what the fuck are you doing you left you know you left alexis for amber rose and um you, you left her for amber rose that's a white woman blah 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 and then he gave us my dark twisted fantasy and everybody's sitting there like well, how in the fuck what that it was immaculate it how the fuck do you have chris rock sound as if he's like the Morgan Freeman of an album. Absolutely fire album. I'm saying that. But then you get to the Kardashians and then shit just went downhill. He gave us Yeezus too. So, I mean, <laughs> that's Kanye. So, next random thought for me or, you know, just a couple other things. Um, When our actual show comes back in two weeks, I don't know how the fuck I've done this by myself for an hour, but we're here. So, 
when we come back in two weeks, we're going to have a lot of shit to talk about because people are literally annoying. So we're going to have to discuss this whole NBA situation. I'm enjoying it right now because it has nothing to do with me. The Wizards, I know for a fact, the trash. I know that Boston is going to be the eighth seed. I'm completely fine with that. Chicago ain't done nothing. So the three teams that I actually do care about, I don't have to worry about next season. Completely fine with me. Like, I'm completely fine with all of those teams being trash. However, I'm also enjoying the shit out of the fact that the NBA is essentially a Mona production. When I say that, I'm like, just like we got love and hip hop and the basketball wives, notice that all the cities that those shows are in is where all the good players are. And that's completely fine. You want to have love and hip hop, Atlanta, New York, L.A. You know, so all these fucking players are because those are only teams and the states and cities and stuff like that that count. So outside of the Knicks, rest in peace to the Knicks. I don't know what the fuck is going on with them. I'm sorry. Whoo, boy, 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 boy. Next, uh random thought of mine um you weirdos that are out here going and licking ice cream and putting it <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you you know what y'all uh, just throw them in the lake bruh the, what are y'all doing y'all are fucking weird man um y'all bogus um also um someone also told me to look at megan the stallion's feet i won't i'm sorry just not it's not my it's not my ministry can't do it um Y'all have fun with it. Um, saying that to say this, uh, I do want some of y'all to write in. Uh, give us some topics or things that you want us to discuss, and we'll keep them anonymous. Um, now, don't bullshit us with some like created story for shock value. You're like, you know what? I want them to read it to see how they're going to react to it. You know, what? I take that back. You do that because we're going to have something. We're going to have something for you. Um, I guess I should tie this in. I usually like ask everybody what their social media pages are and stuff like that. But since it's just me, I can't really do that. So what I will say is, you know, just follow our show, share it to all your friends. We're on every single platform except for um, SoundCloud. I'm sorry. We just don't use that platform. Um, you can, you know, you can also go and buy our products on T public. You can follow us on every single social media at young black pod. Um, you don't normally get these random thoughts and topics from me often, but when you do, I don't know how I got through an hour, but I'll try to make them somewhat eventful for you. Um, saying that to say this, the 4th of July is coming. Fireworks are coming. If you are in a state that is not Maryland, that doesn't, you know, ban you from actually going and watching and enjoying your 4th of July, your independence and stuff like that. Happy 4th of July to you. Anybody who has children like go out and just be in your town in your city and enjoy the independence that you have we had juneteenth we you know we had all that the fourth of july isn't a holiday that we as black people can really like represent and actually care about but it's more so just enjoy the free day off the free time off and everything like that we can't really enjoy it in the middle of the week but hey it is what it is take it for what it was take it for what it is and enjoy yourself um we will be back on the week of the 15th so i think our one show will drop on the 17th and then we'll have another show on the 18th so saying it to say this this is greg from the young black and bothered show aka good bad and unavailable we will have more content for you we just will not have a show between the time you hear this episode until the 17th so don't get mad at us it's just gonna happen um saying it to say this we love you we hold you and we will see you 
Baby, throw it. 